You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Welcome, y'all, to We Live in Color. It's a special episode, okay? Because we are today we're talking about home ownership, okay? Real estate. Buying the land for your family, your friends, and loved ones, your partner, hell, even your dog. Um, today, I have someone that is here. I have a real estate agent, real, real estate agent extraordinaire, as well as Linda, okay? My Linda friend is Jasmine. She'll be here in a second. But let's talk to the real estate extraordinaire. Hi, Trey. Hi, Deontay. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> I'm so happy that you're here. Don't be nervous. It's yes. going to be good. Thank we you for you. having me. <laughs> yeah. So can you explain to us a little bit more about life as a real estate agent? What's yeah. that look like? Life as a real estate agent is busy, child. <laughs> it's busy. It is always on the go. Um, but I love it. I love it. You know, I, I got into this industry to be able to help people, help families, um, start to build generational wealth. You know, I didn't come from money in my family. And so I think kind of growing up, you know, I got to a point realizing that I, you know, wasn't really big in, you know, wanted to do school, not wanted to do any of that stuff. You know, I realized that I, I didn't want to make an impact and I wanted to help people. Um, and, you know, what better way to do that than to work on building generational wealth and, you know, start with, you know, property, because that is the number one way to do that. <laughs> right. Well, we need you right yeah. now. Now, you had, you had sent us like this first overlay where you were talking about the medium housing prices. So yes. how is that for POCs today? Yes. So right now, prices are on the increase, right? And I think a lot of people have this misconception that, you know, prices are going to fall. We're going to go back to this, you know, recession. And, you know, that's going to be their time to get in. But as you can kind of see on the graph, right, it's consistently kind of going up. And so I work primarily with uh, clients in the Pierce, King County, and Snohomish area um, every now and again, but primarily in the Pierce and King County. And, um, you know, over the last few months, the market has definitely shifted a lot. And as of right now, we're constantly seeing this, you know, gradual increase in home prices. And so, you know, it's better to get in now. Okay, so we're not <laughs> facing a housing crash. We're not facing a housing okay. crisis, no. A lot of people think that we are. And they, you know, at this point, you know, now with the market kind of slowing down, they think waiting is going to be their best bet in, you know, jumping in. But as you can see from the graph, right, if you wait, honestly, you're going to probably, you're going to wait yourself out of a house, right? That house that you wanted that was once, you know, 500000 is now going to be, you know, 600000 700000 right? Yeah. And is your income going to be able to meet that, you know, to be able to afford that house at that point? So, yeah, well, we're talking about equity too. So yeah. the question for me is like, <laughs> for black and brown people, because I mean, you, you sent the other graph too, and it's like, is there a gap between black home buyers and other community members? There definitely is. Okay. No, there's definitely a big gap, right? Um, I think at this point, when I was looking at the numbers, it was like more than 30%. There's more of a 30% gap between black homeownership versus, you know, compared to other races. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's huge and it's, it's sad to say, <laughs> to say the least. Right. And I think a lot of it has to do with people just our community, not necessarily knowing what it takes to get into homeownership. Right. They have these myths 
of you know what they believe they need in order to qualify. And what are some of those myths? Well, it's credit, right? They believe that their credit is too low. They believe, I feel like there's still people out there today that believe they need 20% down or more to be able to afford you know, a home. And that's far from the truth. Yeah. <laughs> but you are the, the truth. truth, though. Right, I, mean, I am the truth, you I know? Mean, it's been so great to watch you. Um, your craft one minute you have it for sale two days later it's gone yeah so so what makes what makes you stand out from the other realtors and shout out to all the other realtors out there especially if you're black (laughs) i think the biggest thing you know aside from being gay aside from being black right i'm in an industry that is very white driven. <laughs> right, right. No, you can say it loud you here. Know, okay. like media, media yes. matters. Go ahead. Okay, yes. I'm in a I'm in an uh in a field that is very white driven, right? And so I take pride in trying to stand out in any, you know, any moment that I can and make myself different. And I think that's why, you know, the clients that come to me and the people, you know, the people that I get, it's like it's that. It's my personality, right, of course, but it's just standing in my truth of who I am. And working, you know, working with the people that are comfortable with that. Right. So I think that's the biggest thing that makes me different. Um, But, you know, I also say there's a lot of realtors in this industry that have been in the industry for 15, 16, 17, 20, you know, plus years. And a lot of those realtors have, you know, this old mindset of thinking of how to get new clients or how to even maintain the clients that they have, right. They're stuck in the past where, you know, I mean, times change, right? Like how, how you're getting clients, how you're educating clients, the resources that are out there available, you know, to be able to help your clients, you know, not have to pay 20% and whatnot. It's like a lot of realtors aren't familiarizing themselves with these products that are out there that can help, you know, bridge that gap of black ownership, black home ownership. Okay. And so I do, you know, I try to, I, t- I take pride in trying to find, you know, and educate myself in those resources to help my clients. You know, and, and that's appreciated. I've heard good things. Yes. You know, yes. one of my, my homegirl who's also a realtor, Jessica, is just spoke your name like, hey, yes. Trey is amazing. Yes. You said work. Jessica? Yes. Jessica Talton? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I know her. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I love her. I've just heard great things about y'all, but I do want to know more about not just the work you do here, but also some of the community work you do here as well. So we'll get into that in just a second. You're watching We Live in Color. Get ready, everyone. October 24th and 25th, Convergent Media is heading right back to the Paramount Theater. Join me, Basil Gordon, Eric Calligraphy, Trey Holiday, and the entire Convergent Media family as we once again broadcast live with conversations on art, culture, mental health, community issues, and more. Trust me, you won't want to miss a single moment. Head over to whereweconverge.com for more information, and we will see you October 24th and 25th, streaming live across all Converge Media platforms. Community, it's been three years since we've been able to celebrate in person at our annual Evening of Choice. And this year at Access and Pioneer Square on October 19th at 6 p.m., we will be back together again, celebrating our journey, healing towards justice. This past couple of years have been incredibly difficult for our young people and our community at large. And one thing that has become clear and absolutely true is there's one way forward that brings all of us together, and that's as we heal. And when our young people heal, they're truly able to become who it is they've been purposed to be. 
So on this evening, you'll hear stories of our young people, hear the evolution of our organization as we emphasize healing in our cause. And together we will celebrate another year of impact and growth as we journey towards justice together. Again, it's at Access in Pioneer Square, 6 p.m. on October 19th, and live streaming will be available through YouTube at I Choose Winning. And we're back where we live in color, and I'm here with my guy, Trayvon King, okay? I always call him Trey because I yeah. don't personally, but <laughs> Trayvon King. Yes, right? yeah, you got to add that so, king. Okay. Yeah, so, so speaking of which, before you got your crown, right? what yeah. kind of work were you doing yeah. before you got into real estate? So prior to real estate, I was, prior to being a real estate agent, I was uh, in escrow. And then I also was in property management. Um, I kind of took on both of those paths because I knew I wanted to get into real estate, but I wanted to, but I wasn't ready at the time, right? Um, and so I ended up kind of venturing down both of those paths because I thought it would, I thought both of those areas of work would help me and be in being able to better educate my clients through the real estate transaction, right? Escrow is very, there's a lot of information. It's, you know, that's, it's that at that point, you know, when you enter escrow, which is, you know, for everybody who doesn't know, like the middleman in the, you know, buying and selling process, um, there's a lot of information that gets thrown at the clients and escrow is always, they're very overworked. And so clients sometimes feel very, you know, they don't know who to ask. They don't know who to go to. They can't get in contact with people. So it, it, if you don't have a understanding kind of of that process, then it it could potentially leave a bad taste in your client's mouth. So I wanted to get familiarized with that, you know, that aspect of, you know, the real estate industry. So that way I could better help my clients. And then property management was a plus because, you know, I'm, I always have people who come to me wanting rentals and, you know, you've investors. been coming to you for everything. Yeah, <laughs> they do. The they everything. do. So it's just like it's great just to watch you be in this space because, like, even before real estate, like I met you through some of the community work yeah. you do. Do you want to elaborate a little bit on some of that work? Yeah. Well, I've partnered with you know Pocan before in the past. I think at this point it's like five years running and whatnot. And that was kind of my introductory into doing community work. Um, and thus far, I've loved it, right? We've done the Pacific Northwest Black Pride and, you know, I've been on that planning committee to be able to help bring that to life. And that's been, it's been amazing. I've met amazing people through that process, right? It's um, opened up my eyes, you know, hugely on, um, on just kind of what the community wants, right? So how I, allowing me to have a better voice and being able to support my community. And, and, and that's the thing, though, because yeah. not only watching you come full circle in your professional space, right? And as you've been working in community, it was just so great to see you at Pacific Northwest Black Pride, yeah. um, teaching people about, hey, yeah. buy a house, you it's know, fun. right? And how do you think it's important to have like that peer relationship, like between us queer community members in the areas of uh, real estate? How do I think it's important? Okay, say that question why, again. Why do you think it's important yeah. to make sure we have that? Because it, it's a representation, yeah. right? We don't very we don't see yeah. very many queer black men yeah. um, in their own area arena of yeah. real estate, right? Yeah. Um, so watching y'all table and yeah. um, come into that space to get people to come in. Um, yeah. Well, again, it kind of. Is- it kind of goes back to what I was saying with, you know, a lot of our community just, they just don't know, right? They feel like home ownership is so far-fetched. They feel like, 
you know, they don't, you know, they're not going to qualify. And, you know, it's that fear of rejection kind of. So there's a lot, I think that, that gap that we talked about earlier, right? Did we talk about earlier? Um, but the, <laughs> okay. The gap that we talked about, right. A, a big piece of that is just the fear of people. And so, you know, I take pride in being at these community events and then being able to have these just casual conversations about, yes, I'm in real estate and, you know, if, you know, there's resources out there, if you need them, not saying or assuming, right. But if you need them, right, tell me your situation and, you know, I'll find you the best product, the best resource that's going to be able to get you what you want. So, and that's yeah. what you do. You give and them what they want. That's what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> so we, we do have a lender coming in in just a second to give yes. us some more information because you go hand in hand. We do. Yeah. And, and why is that? Well, so I think in, in the home buying process, you know, the, the most important piece, aside from getting a realtor to help, you know, help facilitate the whole situation and make sure all the legalities are worked out, right? The lender is the one who's going to be working out the money to be able to afford the home. And it works really good when you have, a when a realtor has a lender that they, you know, do have a relationship with and a rapport with where, you know, their mission and their goal is the same, which is to help the client and save the most amount of money and get them into the home that they want to get into to start to build equity for their family. Yeah. Right. So yeah, <laughs> that's, that's how it goes. And, and we're about to bring Jasmine on in just a second. But before she comes on, what is how has your experience been working with Jasmine? Oh, Jasmine is great. I, me and Jasmine work really well together because I think we both treat our clients the same, which is with care, compassion, communication. Um, she's really good at updating and giving the phone calls, the emails, the texts, and making sure that all of, you know, make sure that you have all of the information that you need to feel comfortable. And I'm, I'm very much the same way in my business, right? Communication is key. And I've worked with other, you know, lenders in the past where it hasn't been that. It's been like, okay, we're in contract. And then, you know, I'm not talking to them again until we close. And they're like, okay, write me a review. We're closed. It was great <laughs> working with you. And I'm like, no, I need I need updates on what, yeah. because I will say through in the middle of, you know, the, the home buying process, it does go silent with the, the realtor and the client sometimes. And you're working a lot with the, the client is working a lot with the lender. Right. And so in that, in that space, I still look for, you know, updates. I need to know what's happening so that way I can continue to keep in touch with my clients. And she does a good job of doing that. Shout out to Jasmine. So, Shout out to Jasmine. <laughs> thank you very much, Trey. So we're going to... Thank you. I, I need you to come back for just a special thing. I'm going to come back. Being, right? I kind of like this. <laughs> right? But we have, to, we have to get into the lending part, right? Okay. So we will be back with Jasmine Johnson McCoy after these messages. You are watching We Live in Color. And we're back with We Live in Color. We are talking real estate here. And when you... We just talked to the wonderful real estate agent, Trey King. But now... Trey was saying we need to talk to a lender to actually get some more information on how you can be able to keep get the money to keep your home. Okay, so right now I have Jasmine Johnson McCoy. How hey, you doing, sister? I'm good. How are you? Good. Now I need to buy a house. Okay. I need to get my credit mess fixed first. But I got I'm you. trying to I'm trying to adjust that right. Okay. But I want to be able to help other community members mm -hmm. um, that deal with stigma 
uh, to actually find ways around this. So can you tell us about some of the ways that um, community members have felt stigmatized? Yes, areas of lending? definitely. I feel the stigma that pe people of color have for lending is that they can't afford it. And when it comes to that, I come in with education. I talk about, hey, these are the minimum credit scores that you need in order to qualify for a home. This is how much you need in order to put a down payment on your home. Um, the stigma is really, I would say it's a mindset that people have and it stops them. It's like a barrier of entry. Like I can't do this so they don't try and don't have that conversation with the lender in order to get the education and see we but we need that education because yes. i think you you probably like the 411 when it comes to lending right <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Hit me up. we're gonna put that on the car right <laughs> but can you give us like four or five different examples or three uh, different examples that we need to know when it comes to lending yes we need we need that credit score that you were talking okay. about. I need that at least the minimum of 580 in order to get in most programs like FHA. I need you to know your income. What's your salary? What's your hourly, hourly wage? And I need you to know what your monthly debts are. So in order for us to go ahead with lending, I need to know that information. And you should know that information for right. yourself too. Right. So what's the positive and negative sides of, of that pro the process for you? <laughs> the positive... The positive, someone becomes a homeowner. That's always the positive, no matter how much we go through through the process, right? I would say the biggest con is seeing the journey for someone because it's tough. Like you go through, you go out there with Trey, you look for a home, you might not get that home, right? You have to go to another home, you might not get that home. So seeing the buyer continue to go and get homes and they get a little discouraged, I would say that's the biggest con because they, it's an investment, right? You're invested with your feelings, you're invested with your finances, we talk. So I think that's the biggest con to just see the discouragement in buyers when they don't win their home. Yeah, but you, you're a great navigator from what I hear, okay? <gasps> yes, let's navigate. Okay. <laughs> so how are you able to find those programs? Are there specific programs that people should look into or how do you go about with that process? Yes, I am big on let's read the guidelines. So the federal government sets those guidelines that we have to read. And them folks. Them folks created those guidelines. So for me, it's really important for me and the team that I'm on for us to read them and to be like, hey, there's a program that fits your circumstance. Or, hey, in order to qualify for this program, I need this to happen. I need your credit to go up. I need you to be at your job longer for six months. So that's what we do. Okay, see, now, so that's cute. So I heard some <laughs> others. No, because you guys were back there talking earlier, and I heard something around, like, seller credit. What yes, is that? A seller is, it, is it down the corner, or how's that, how's that go? So, no, <laughs> what, 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 what exactly is seller credit? Yeah, a seller credit, so that was coming from your wonderful realtor, Trey. Okay. Um, he would negotiate with the seller to pay part of your closing costs. And there's multiple aspects of buying a home. So there's a down payment and your total closing costs. So say that's $20,000. If your seller is like, hey, you know, this house has been sitting on the market for a little bit, we're going to give you $10,000. So that's less money that you have to bring to the table and your seller covered. Okay. Now, okay. You were talking earlier about like the mortgage plan. I know you had an overlay for that. So can you yes. tell us, can you get into that for me just a tad? Yes, just a tad. So when you look at, this is what I do for all clients. So it's like, hey, you qualify for say a $3,000 payment. That's a $500,000 house if you're comfortable with that payment. Okay. So you look at the different programs that are on there, FHA, VA, and I think I did conventional on there. And you're able to see what you qualify for, what that payment looks like, what's in the mortgage payment such as property taxes, mortgage insurance. So, mm -hmm. yeah. 
Has it been hard? How, how has it been in the areas of finding lending for Black people in King County? Keep it real. I would say it's tough. One, I feel like people want to work with people that look like them. And being a lender, there's less than 8% of us that look like me in the world of lending. So I think it is tough for people to navigate if you don't speak the language. So I think that's the toughest time for buyers in King County is that they don't find someone that speaks their language and then they get discouraged. Okay. And talk a little bit more about that buying power. Okay. <laughs> Can we talk a little bit but, about that? Yes. Give me a little motivated. I just got some things to, <laughs> got a lot of bills, to bills on bills, but um, you bills know. On bills. And we'll get it together in order to get a home. So your buying power, a lot of people are like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to mm -hmm. wait to buy a home. And if you look at the chart, you could see that, yeah, okay, you waited. Rates were at the fives. You could afford a $500,000 home. And they've continued to increase this year. So your buying power decreases. So yes, you could afford that $2,900 payment. But now that might be like a $400,000 home, $400, home instead yeah. of a five hundred. dollars See, okay. Look, now say that one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look, wait. I'm trying to get I just heard a lot of numbers. <laughs> I, then I heard in the beginning you said 580. So yes. I'm like, wait, uh, uh, you if know, you could afford it. Go for it. Okay. If you could afford the mortgage payment. That would be my thought. Go for it because you're marrying the home price and you're dating the mortgage because you can always refinance. You can always sell your home, but marrying that price. So if it's 500,000 or 400,000, you're marrying that price, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So okay. I need to really be writing this stuff down. And you I know, should. I know my friends are watching. Yes, I know my credit's bad, but you know, a brother can dream and I want to make sure community gets access for this. So let's start there. So <laughs> Jasmine, <laughs> We were talking earlier, and I did to be personal just for a second. Mm -hmm. Like you are, where where are you from? I'm from here. Okay, okay. Where, where, okay so you're from what, Central it? District, CD Garfield Bulldogs. Come on. Oh, okay. don't. Oh, wait a minute. I'm scared. Security. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So, what is it like? Like you are working in the areas of real estate, mm -hmm. and these community, our community is gentrified. So how, so what is that experience like making, trying to be adamant with trying to get some of our community members out there in that specific area and all around uh, King County? It's tough. Like my mom still lives in the CD and I, and she is the only person of color on our block when we think about it, wow. that owns their home. And to see the CD change as much as it has is hard because people are priced out of that area. Like you sell grandma's home for 400,000 because grandma passed and then now Grandma's home is now five townhomes that are 700,000 a piece. So it's hard. So we're seeing that people have to migrate out of those areas, which is unfortunate. But guess what? You get a home in Renton, Auburn, you're still building that wealth. And hopefully we're not going to sell when you become a grandma right, that home. Right, okay. <laughs> right. And why is it important? So not only are you able to, how does your, I'm just in the space of is mama proud, but mm -hmm. like being able to be in that space. Cause mm -hmm. I, I know some of your family, right? So <laughs> yeah. just in the space of just being able to help support, help navigate your community members and keeping mm -hmm. back, getting back in community. Sorry. Getting back in community. It's, it's an experience. Like I truly enjoy it. When I think about of all the people that I've helped get into homes that are close or seeing multi-generational people in the home. So you're seeing grandma, you're seeing daughter, you're seeing son, at least staying in the area. I feel, I feel a sense of joy knowing that we at least get to keep a piece of the CD or the South End. I know that's right. Yeah. I'm from the South End though, okay. but yes, Where'd a piece you go? of CD. I went to Rainier Beach. Oh. 
I went to Rainer Beach. Okay. I, I, there's no beef, but no you know, beef. All up. <laughs> all up. <laughs> can you give can you give me one success? Can you give me a success story? I know you got one. Oh, a success story. Oh, I have this wonderful client. It was her first home and the most it was the most nerve wracking, right? She's like, I don't have the credit, Jasmine. I'm in the fives. I'm like, okay, girl, we could do. It's not about if you'll become a homeowner. It's about when. So, okay, we just need to build it up. It took us about a year for us to build up her credit in order for her to buy her condo. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I was a part of that. So that's the biggest success story, I think, for me, because I'm like, we really spent the time like you came in with that mindset, that stigma that I can't do this. And then, OK, not right now. You can't do it right now, but we can make a plan and we got to it. So, right. yeah, no, that's right. OK, <laughs> so I see him over there just smiling I know. like he's just smiling <laughs> like a proud brother would. So as, I'm going to ask you the same question I okay. asked him. What is it like working with Trey? I adore Trey. What, he didn't tell you how we met, but we just met through a mutual friend um, that's a realtor and we clicked, right? It was just like, you speak my language. You're my type of vibe. You communicate. Communication is the most important thing throughout this real estate process. And just we became buds. I just enjoy his energy, how he treats clients, how he treats me. Um, even though I'm his lender in business, he treats me truly like a friend, even though we're working together. So he's the best. Y'all use him if you need a home or don't need a home. He's back there crying, right? Yeah, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> he adores me. Yeah. Can you, can you let people know where they can be able to find you? Yes. I'm going to make you do it again later on, but I want to okay. do it. Okay. Um, yourmortgagebud.com because I'm your mortgage bud. You need a friend. And then at jazz underscore Johnson McCoy on Instagram. Okay. Thanks, Jasmine. Thank you. I appreciate you. She's yes. from the CD. From the she, CD. Is she living? I'm living. <laughs> in color. Now, we'll, we'll be right back with We Live in Color tributes. You're watching We Live in Color. Basically, fam, believe in giving. Like, we have to be willing to give more. And people seem to always think giving means money. But nah, bro. It's like you can give time. You can give understanding. You can give access. You can give a listening ear and an open heart. You can give and share your God-given gifts and talents, but you just got to give. We're back with We Live in Color Tributes. Jasmine, who would you like to tribute today? I am tributing my dad, Jason McCoy. He was a proud Black man, gay Black man, okay? Um, he lived in color his whole life, and... One of the things that I got into real estate was to see how it changed his life. When he bought his first home, my dad then used the equity in his home, refinanced, bought three 7-Elevens, became the first black man to own them in Washington. And just to see that wealth filled from a home purchase is who I want to tribute. He lived out loud, he lived in color, and I love him, and I miss him. That was beautiful. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mr. McCoy, for helping us live in color. Trey, who would you like to tribute, love? I would like to tribute my dear departed aunt. Um, her name was Bree. Uh, I lost Bree in 2018. It was due to suicide. And, you know, she was, uh, she was a super hard worker, um, you know, worked two jobs and lived really, you know, to herself. And I would always, you know, we grew up together and I, I would always try to get her out and about, um, you know, be social and whatnot. And just, it wasn't really in her spirit. And 
you know, it life just became too much for her. You know, the pressure became too much. And I feel like a lot of it had to do with just, you know, her not having a circle of people around her to really rally, you know, rally her up and really get her excited and like really just see the joy of living. And so, you know, me being in real estate, it's not only to help other people, but, you know, it's also to help myself and to build wealth and to, you know, branch off and start other businesses and get involved with, you know, other branches of community work, suicide prevention and things like that. So that way, you know, I, I can live free and live, you know, not with this, you know, this, this harbor of, you know, feeling like it's just the constant nine to five, you know, but have, have freedom because she constantly lived in nine to five, you know, and that's kind of what her, her whole world revolved around. And so me being in real estate, it's to make my own schedule, make my own path, help the people. Um, so I want to, I want to treat her. It's beautiful. Thank you all both for sharing that now, um, let alone the work that you guys are out there doing, making black Black, buy black houses, stay black, yeah. <laughs> keeping us in there, um, and let alone just working together. So if you can, just tell community where they can find you and why is it so important for us to be able to reach out to this Linda and this real estate agent. Yes, yes. Well, everybody can find me on Instagram at your underscore real estate underscore king. Um, you can also Google me, Trayvon King. There's my website. Um, and then you can find me on Facebook, Trayvon King. Um, you really just want somebody like me because... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Here it comes. <laughs> because, you know, I'm, I'm not your standard, you know, realtor. You know, I like to... I build relationships with the clients that I work with. You know, we have fun through the process. We laugh. You know, I, get you, I make sure that you feel secure, you feel comfortable and confident in this huge milestone that you're, you know, that you're pursuing. Um, and so it's, it's just a different experience with me. And I, you know, I make sure that I educate, you know, myself on all of the products that are out there and the, the ways that, you know, the, the products that are out there that can assist my clients in getting the best deal possible, whether that be getting money back, whether that be, you know, having low down payment, low out-of-pocket costs to buy your house, whatever it may be, it's like, familiarize myself so being able to do that so you're really thinking okay there we go <laughs> <laughs> and see you got that go ahead. Yeah. jasmine why we need you as linda sis you need me as a lender because i know the process back to back my hand and when i was the first time home buyer i was told no and then becoming a lender in july 2020 i bought my house in december 2020 because i read the guidelines so you need me because I'm going to read in order to make a plan and get you in a home. Okay. okay. And where can we find you? You can find <laughs> me at your .com, And you can find me on Instagram at jazz underscore John Homeboy and Facebook. Or just Google me. You'll find me. Or just Google, y'all. Check y'all out with the Googles. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate y'all coming. And, you know, y'all this weekend, I'll be at a space inside as I am every second Saturday over there on 4th. I'll be hosting with my girl V. Shout out to Simone and Moni Love. Love y'all. Next week, we have Queer Film Festival. Where we'll be talking to Miss Pucks of Plenty 
Um, and we will be starting Queer Film Festival. I don't know if y'all know, but Queer Film Festival is amazing. Um, and we have a lot of representation there. Um, and I can't wait to talk to Miss Pucks plenty about this specific event because the kickoff is actually on the 13th. And to end it, yours truly will be hosting a, a, a panel discussion. So I can't wait for that. We'll be talking about that more next week. You're watching We Live in Color. Love y'all. Thank y'all so much. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.